Hey there, friends. So tonight we're talking about something that's really fun, uh, learning how to live in God's abundance. And you wouldn't think that this is something that we, we would have to learn how to do. But recently, God's been showing me that it's something that maybe I have to learn how to do. And so I'm sharing this with you, hoping that someone out there maybe has to learn how to do this as well. Um, so I was, this all started, I was reading in Philippians 4. I love that chapter. We all love that verse, Philippians 4.13, where we're told that we can do all things through the one who gives us strength, Jesus Christ. And I was reading it in the Amplified. I've read it in that translation before. And this time in verse 12, I noticed something that I've never seen. And, and God kind of um, stunned me with it and, and just started this whole lesson just from this single verse. So here, Paul, he's the one who's sharing this. And, and he's saying that um, I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. Now, I was reading this, and one part in particular really stuck out to me. And it's where he says, And I know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity. I read this, and the Holy Spirit just revealed to me that I have no idea how to live in prosperity. That I have the first part down, I think, <laughs> that I know how to, to, to get along and live humbly in difficult times. I've learned that. I kind of grew up in difficult times. My family was always teetering on the edge of homelessness. Like we lived in basements and campers and motel rooms and we just, we never had enough. We were grateful for dinner and um, every year, like Christmas presents were always provided by some sweet person who the Lord was using. But we were just always um, on the other end of charity. And so I never really learned how to receive very well. Because for me, when someone does something really lavish and over the top for me, I always feel like I, I shouldn't be getting it. Like... In my mind, a part of me, or maybe, you know, not a part of me, I guess. <laughs> In my mind, I go back to being that little girl who was always relying on, you know, some really kind person to provide Christmas presents for me and my family. And, and my parents were just not really great at providing for us. My, my birth dad, he wouldn't work. And I remember just looking at him some nights and, and thinking to myself, how can he just sit there and watch us not have enough? Like, how can he just sit by and, and let us keep going from bad to worse? And so I never learned how to receive well. And I think that part of me took that mentality of um, I have to take care of myself into my walk with God. So in, in some ways, I I haven't leaned well on him as my provider. Um, so yeah, I'm okay at pinching pennies, I think. And, and I'm so used to not having a lot of stuff that recently in these past few years, as God has opened up some doors for me and he's blessed me a lot, 
I don't know what to do with it sometimes. And some of my family members, um, they're struggling with some things and, and they don't have some of the blessings that I have. I've tried to bless them every chance that I can, but it's, it, it's just, there's like a sense of survivor's guilt. And I'm just being honest with you, and I'm really hoping that someone can relate with this right now, that you're, maybe you're a whole lot better at giving than receiving, because not a lot of people have given to you, or, or maybe the wrong people have had to give because the right ones wouldn't, you know? And, and so I've been claiming, anyways, I've been claiming this verse over my life, Psalms 27, verses 13 through 14. For years, like years, I've been claiming this over my my life as I've trusted God to rebuild things that were broken in my childhood and, and to help me grow into the woman that he made me to be. And he's building a ministry right now um, through me and like my incredible team um, of, of helpers that we have. And we're getting to bless people around the world. But like I'm watching him work and I've been claiming this verse, Psalm 27, 13 which says, I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. After I read the verse from Philippians uh, 4, verse 12, with the Lord, and he, he started to show me that I don't know how to live in his abundance, I came back to this verse in Psalm 27, and I saw it with new eyes, and I felt like God was telling me that I've been claiming his goodness for so long and and believing that I'm going to see it, but I wouldn't know what to do with it if it fell into my lap. And many times the goodness of the Lord has fallen into my lap and I've tried to give it back because I don't think that I should have it. Like in my mind, sometimes I'll wonder who am I to be so blessed? And I'm not, I'm not crazy blessed by any means. I'm just more blessed than I was growing up. Like, I'm not worried about having a roof over my head anymore or food in my fridge anymore. Um, and I'm, I feel safe in my home when I'm here. So for me, that's pretty darn blessed. And sometimes I wonder, who am I to feel so safe and full and satisfied and content in my life when a lot of people out there are hungry, when people in my family are not content and are still struggling and I'm praying for them. It's like, but who am I to be so blessed? And like, I know that I shouldn't have it. I don't deserve it. But then the Bible reminds me that Jesus came to make me deserving of all of these good things, that God is a good God and he wants to be good to me. So I'm, I'm going to rephrase that just for you. God is a good God, and he wants to be good to you. Jesus came to make you de- deserving. He came to make you enough. And what Jesus did to make you enough is, in fact, enough. There's nothing left that you have to do. There's nothing more that you have to prove. All you have to do is just say thank you. Like, that's all that we we should be doing when God blesses us is just say thank, thank you and, and share every bit that we can with the people around us to, to share his, good, his goodness as it comes in and, and to just try to live with our hands wide open 
But God has just been working on my heart that I can't ask him for his goodness unless I'm ready for it to come. Like, do you ever get the feeling when you pray, like you're asking for something, but you're like, oh, I wouldn't know what to do with this if it actually happened in my life. Like sometimes I ask God for things and I'm like, ooh, God, but if you want to hold on on that, it's okay. Like sometimes I'll ask God, hey, whenever you want to send the husband, that would be cool. Like I do want to be married. I, I want to have a blessed marriage one day. But then I'll think like, would I even know what to do with a husband if I got him? You know, <laughs> it's just, but I think the point is of all of this is um, that there really is no prayer too big for God and and that like the big life that abundant life isn't just for the other Christians who started out well in life but they're for you they're for you and me who may have had a bumpy start (laughs) and weren't loved well we're loved well now you and me we are loved well by the father now and that's what counts and so here and now we can stop apologizing for all the good things we're given i mean i don't want to just go on and on but i i've decided something and it's made a huge difference i've decided that i no longer want to be a tragic figure in my life like when i think back on things in every story of my life until the point when i met christ I was always the person in need, the damsel in distress. I was always the girl who needed like counseling and a hug and comforting. I always needed the encouragement and um, God brought a lot of great people into my life to pour this stuff into me and show me his love. And like now I'm deciding I don't want to be that person anymore, that I'm a new creature through Christ. I'm not the poor smelly girl anymore. I am a loved and treasured daughter of a risen king. And and I want to be a channel for this stuff now. And right now, you can decide the same thing. That, yeah, you've had to be on the receiving end of a lot of grace. But now, now the tables are turning for you. And you get to be God's special channel of grace. Yeah, there's going to be seasons when you need more of it, when you need some help from friends, when you need um, like a fresh word from God and encouragement. Like, yes, but, but your, your new identity isn't charity case. Your new identity is overcomer. Okay, I'm going to share something else that God's been working on me with. So, the past few seasons of my life have been tough. Um, I shared in the last season of my podcast, which is not available right now, but I'm working on bringing those episodes back. But I lost my mom to cancer in 2017, and we had a rocky relationship before that, Um you know, our, our home was abusive growing up. And so there, there was a mess with that and God helped me to forgive her. 
and I was praying for her salvation for a long time and then she came to Christ and it was wonderful and she had a few years with him and then she went home to be with him and then right after that my siblings just kind of like in the middle of their grief really struggling in some awful awful ways so it's just been a painful past few years and after a couple of tough seasons in a row sometimes it can trick you into thinking it's always going to be like that 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 tough is all there is and there's so much more than that god's been just waking me up to the fact that there's so much more than that and he wants all of that for me he wants all of the more for me and and he wants it for you like if i could grab your face i know that the lord is right now and he's telling you he wants more for all of us he really really does he really wants to bless us and what god's been working on me with because sometimes i'll wake up and i just want to give up like i'll just think oh man I just don't have anything to give today like that. That's what I'll think. I'm just fresh out of stuff. I'm fresh out of words. I want to be a channel, but sometimes I just feel all dried up and (laughs) sometimes I'll seriously want to give up. And recently I felt like God kind of cupped my heart and I just had a moment with him um, because I was seeking him. It was like the afternoon and I really, really needed to connect with him. Like I was sort of at the end of what I could take. And I felt like he told me, Kelly, you've got to stop trying to give up. You've got to stop trying to tap out of this and run your race. Stop trying to be this tragic figure and just get back to being my kid. Like, let me love you. Let me help you through this. But stop fighting so hard. Stop trying to back out. Stop trying to give up every time it gets hard and just fall into grace. And like I'm tearing up because it really meant a lot to me in the moment and it helped me. Like there's something so special about God himself telling you, stop trying to give up. Like you don't know how special you are to me. You don't know how much you mean to me. Stop trying to back out and, and get back in the race let me help you let me replenish what you've lost but just because you've lost it doesn't mean that there's nothing more to gain and yeah so i feel like this this lesson is super important i might do another one on it because we've got to start learning how to live in abundance and and preach the truth to all those lies in our head that tell that that tell us that all the stuff we face that's all that lays ahead like some of you might have faced even worse things than abuse and like cancer like there's all sorts of ways that a human heart can be hurt but i just want to end this by telling you that with god there is always hope that no matter how hurt your heart has been there is healing for every bit of it and he wants to bless you beyond what you can imagine there's a verse in ephesians um i think it's Chapter three. Well, dang, I should have had this. Ha 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 ha. Got it. Okay. Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare ask or think.
infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. God is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all we dare to ask or think and infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams. I read that, and it's so unlike the thoughts that have been going through, through my head sometimes. It's just, <laughs> it's a stark contrast to what I was raised in, to who people said that I was growing up, to how I was treated. But I just refuse to be that tragic character in my life anymore. I want to be someone new. And I just, I lovingly challenge you to try and do the same, to just open up your heart and ask the Lord, Lord, help me to really believe and to see that I'm a new creation through Christ, that I am not who people said I was, that I am not that poor person anymore who never has enough. I trust you to be my provider. I trust you to bless me, to be a good God and be good to me and my life. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and I'll know what to do with it when it comes. <laughs> so, okay. I pray that this blessed you and that you have a great night. Love you. Bye.